Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome, everybody, to Dear Dance Mom. Hello, everyone. My favorite dance moms. Now, you know, we never talked about were your mom's dance moms? Not mine. mine. Was. Yeah, Cal, your mom was. Holly, your yeah. mom was a dance mom too. I always forget that because I did not last very long as a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget. I do forget. I, d- I had a short-lived dance career under Vicki Shear. And I, think I can't that- believe you danced for her. I know. That's so that. funny. Was she and mean? Yeah. Did you ever meet Vicky Oh, oh she was yes. mean. Yes. Maybe that's now, why her and Abby were so close. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, and yeah. it's funny because <laughs> when I got to the studio and I remember seeing a competition name like Sheer Talent. I'm like, this cannot be the same Sheer that I remember. Like, is this related to Vicky Sheer? And yeah. I think I brought it up. And she's like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, because she was my dance teacher. And I think that gave me a certain type of credential maybe because I danced for Vicky Shear. And I think that was like, wait a second, you danced for Vicky. Yeah. It was like, I grew up in the Bronx. She had a couple of dance studios. We would walk up. I went to her dance studio, very much remember it, very much remember that she was tough and strict. And that's the reason why I didn't last long. And I remember the first competition I saw her because I, I didn't even know she was still alive, to be honest with you, because I thought she was old when she was my dance teacher. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she was eight by the time our kids came around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I met her, I'm sure she did not remember me, but bless her soul. She acted as if she did, but her burning question was <laughs> she wanted to make sure I was okay. And I was like, what? She's like, are you okay? Like uh, from the trauma she gave you, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Holly, how old were you? I was young. I think I was, well, my sister, was she born yet? My sister was born or around that time. I had to be maybe 10, maybe 10. It was before middle school. So I was still in elementary school. I was young. I was before wow. middle school. And then how long did you dance for Vicky Shear? Like oh, how long? Before my sister was born. Um, maybe two or three years. Oh, 
okay. Wow. I can't believe you left. Oh my gosh. I think that's funny, but she, I went to her 90th birthday party. Did you go to in the Bronx? For me? No, I remember that. I remember you. Yeah, going. I thought Holly went too. No. My parents and my sister went and it was a, very, right. and I felt, I still felt awful about that because I was invited. I couldn't go. I don't know where I was. My parents and my sister were going on my behalf. They oh, were, nice. well, no, because they were RSVP to go. And then when they got there, it was a mess. They didn't have a seat for them. Then they sat them someplace and then they were asked them to move. It was a very awkward they were embarrassed. It was not handled well. So I, to this day, I really feel bad because I asked them to go in my place. They knew Vicky shared. She'd always been very nice to them. And it wasn't Vicky who did it, but whoever was doing this, right. it was, yeah. It was, Kevin, what a what, shame. It was when a you shame. were there, Holly, was um, Charles Kelly there with her? I don't recall that. Mm -mm. No, I do. I do not recall. I'm not saying that he wasn't. I just don't recall. I do remember Vicky Shear. I remember her teaching the tap classes. I do remember her, what is it? The costumes we had for recital. I was a rec kid. I was not a competition kid. So. Oh, oh, so oh my God. Holly, I thought you said I was a redhead. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? You had red hair? Oh, you were a recreational. You were a rec kid. Right, not a redhead. And I don't think they had competition dance yeah. when I was there. Oh. Oh, yeah. I wonder when competition dance started. Wait, can I ask Kelly? I was in competition with Abby then. Oh, yeah. Maybe. She right. It might have been four years. I was, yeah, because Abby was 14. So I'd have been like 10 or 11. I don't know. Wait, how Holly, yeah, are you and Kelly the same age? I'm a year older. Oh, okay. I'm a year well, older not a whole than Kelly. year, are you? Is it a whole year? I think so, because you're in May and I'm a May baby. Oh, okay. And I, I think yeah. we're a whole year apart. But I think I was probably about seven or eight when I did recreational dance. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm, I'm from New York. I'm not from Pittsburgh. So maybe competition dance wasn't quite there yeah. yet. I don't know. Yeah. Kelly, did you start at two? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Kelly and I, do you remember taking pictures? This is terrible. Of Vicky sleeping in the audience. Yes. <laughs> it was you like she was guys. half dead. Wow. <laughs> We were like, is she was she in her wheelchair? No, yeah. she was in a chair. No, she was oh, regular in the audience. And she'd like this. Yeah. You want to kind of poke her to see if she was still uh, are you Are you still breathing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I will say she was always, as a competition director, she was always very nice to me. Even as a dance teacher, she I, I enjoyed, I, she was memorable. How about yeah. that? I remembered For her. For sure. I thought she yeah. was very nice as a competition she, owner. She was super sweet. Knew every kid's name. Yeah, they loved yeah, Brooke. That's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Wait, do they still have sheer talent? Did some, did her uh, legacy live on? No, it went to, uh, oh yeah, it was dance educators. So when you, it used to be dance educators first before sheer. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, DEA uh, for years and years and years. And then it turned to sheer that's right. I because forgot. Of my I problems. forgot about that. You're so right. How did I forget that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, so when your moms were dance moms, did they drop you off and stay and watch or because you were kind of young, but not well, two, uh, two years old, Kelly, I'm sure your mom was there. Well, I would think when I was that little, but like yeah. once I started the company, no. Like how we used to sit up and watch. Yeah, drop and run. There was none of that. But it was also the way the studio was set up. Like we would dance like right here and the parents just sat right there. There was no like, 
wall or anything like that. Was there so, only one studio? <clears throat> yeah. I, I've actually been to like, how was it? Three or four studios with them. Like we started in a church when I was little, we were like in the basement of a church. And then we went to above this right across from the fire station, the penthouse, we were above there. And then we went down below and behind. That's where I was the longest. And how many rooms were there? One. It was one big room. Yeah. And then like you would go, like there was a seating area and then you went around the back and that's where the office and the little store was like Sandy sat back there. So did your mom wait do, a minute? Like, you costumes? remember Sandy from when you were a kid? Yeah, I danced with Sandy's daughter, Miss Missy, or yeah, I yeah. I she ever, was, she was on the competition Sandy. team with me. That is, is she still live in Pittsburgh? Sandy's daughter. I know Sandy. I don't know. I'm yeah, I don't sure. think I ever met her. I don't recall yeah. if I did. Oh, yeah. Kelly, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, did your mom do costumes? I mean, was that like a big thing back no, then? Back then, it wasn't. No. What was it? Just store-bought? I mean, not store-bought, like catalog? Yeah, they came in little baggies. Well, no, when we started, I think when we were just recreational, yes. But when I became on Abby's team, we had custom-made costumes. I think my first costume was that blue one. I think if you go on the Lifetime website, I'm in a blue costume with like a, God, what, like a shape like this? What would that be? Like a diamond shape? Almost, like, I don't know. Like but, a headpiece like, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's funny because I can remember our first competition was at Seven Springs and that was our costume. And Abby made such a big deal. She went and bought this turquoise eyeshadow that like matched the costume perfectly. And, like we all had to sit there in a row and get our eyeshadow put on exactly in the same way. And- this is how many years ago? 40 years ago? Yeah. More, more than oh. that. Yeah. But I, oh. I always remember that eyeshadow because it was like the first time like we ever did something like that. You know how now we like match our lipsticks to our costumes and all that and the earrings. Like this was the first time we ever did that. And it was like such a big deal. <laughs> but wow. our costumes were cute. They were sexy though. Like they had sheer fabric that came up with like rhinestones. So they were real high cut on the sides. Ooh, and stuff. That's kind of scandalous. Yeah. Like electricity. Electricity yeah. 1.0. Look at that. Electricity vibes. Yeah. How about I, I found I found the electricity costume. Yeah. I'm so jealous you found all your costumes. I, I still thought, have mine. Yeah. I found oh you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need somebody to I come that. across some of mine. Um, funny, I wanted to ask, I saw on Paige's TikTok, she had a video of like, I get it from my mama or something like that. And she yeah. had a bunch of video photos of the two of you that go back and forth. And she had some of your dance photos in it. It's the cutest. Oh, did she? It's the cutest. And she has the one that you're talking about. It's one of her current TikToks. I think she, maybe she posted it yesterday. I just oh, came I across it. It's so I never cute. go on TikTok. I'm terrible. It is really cute. I thought that was really, because oh. it has you as a dancer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at Kelly. Did you have a white outfit on to you? I think this one of you in a, a sailor. sailor. I remember yeah. that one. That was that. Yes, you the sailor and it has the blue. Definitely. Yep. I remember that, that seeing all, that one. That was always cute because I did, my big dance was a sailor dance. And I, my dad always made Abby's props. Well, he made me this big anchor. It was like bigger than me. And oh. it was it was probably five or six foot tall. And it came out and they had a platform. And they raised me into the ceiling and lowered me down to begin the no. dance. It, it was great. Yeah, it was really good. But that's why Paige ended up doing a sailor dance. And her costume was very similar to mine. We need to go back. Yeah. How did they lower you down onto your prop? 
I don't know. I was up in the rafters, like where the, um, how they bring down the curtains and stuff. Was that for recital only? What? I swear I, I competed that. Like, how would they allow you to do that? I don't know. Now, now Maybe it was a, just recital, oh. but I think that was a competition dance. Like, did you have a belt around your waist? No, I just you- stood there. I mean, it was a big platform. I mean, probably like four by uh-huh. four platform that I stood on. You do low, no, but how did they lower you down? With the things know? on the side yeah. of the That's what saying. But you know, the wow. world is a different I, place. The world yeah, is now place. I would probably have to be seat belted in and everything right. else. Yeah, all right. this no, I just stood there. You'd have to have a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> a mouth yeah. guard. But I wouldn't pay to see that. I mean, I but I heard you were so good. Like, oh God. Yeah. Like, saying you were good back then compared to dancers now. Oh my. Like I was like, just like gymnasts. Horrible. I mean, yeah. Like it, it just keeps evolving. Keep get better. Yeah. I right. don't think we ever went for titles back then. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't think we did that yet. It's funny that you remember. I remember my recital dance for Vicky Shear and the the one was tap. So I did a tap at the tap dance. I remember very well. And it was, it was so scandalous for us at the time that you turned around with your backs to the audience and then <gasps> you just shook your bum from side to yeah, side. Yeah, you shook your booty. It was like naughty, naughty, nice, nice. That's all I remember. Like that That's was the funny. big, that was a big moment. And people kind of gasped like, oh, it was so cute. I went, uh, you yeah. know me, I have a little bird brain. I can't ever remember anything. Mm-hmm. Well, Sunday I went to this dance party. It was a 70s, 80s, 90s dance party. They played the song, Another One Bites the Dust. I did a competition dance to that. I actually remembered half the dance. <clears throat> I couldn't believe it. I mean, that was like 40 years ago. I was like, ah, they're doing some of the moves. Like, did, did you do it or did you just remember it? Or were you dancing? I, I, was, I was doing it, but like uh, low scale, you know, like not you know, walking, walking through it or whatever. But it, I was thinking to myself, oh. oh my gosh, like wonder how many of the dances our girls remember. Because I remembered that from uh, 40 years ago. And uh, I can't uh, remember what I ate for lunch yesterday, you know? Yeah. I feel that they remember, you know, Kelly, that was probably a really big competition song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I danced, you guys might have been there. Kelly might at Osteen's in Penn. Oh yeah. When I was little, but that was ballet. And then I took gymnastics somewhere else, but we never did a competition or anything, but we did have a recital. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what? I think because my mom was a dance mom, which I always forget like, oh yeah, she was a dance mom. Our studio was small. Vicky Shear was just small. You just had one studio and the parents would stay out front and they would close the door. You could not see in. You could hear. And at the end of the recite, at the end of the class, you would just exit and leave unless you had a different class. And then that's usually what it had, like whatever, like the jazz. And then they would have tap and then you would just come out, change your shoes and go back in. But my mom was not that involved. I mean, neither were mine. Like my dad, my mom and dad had gotten divorced at this time. Like I was like nine. Mm. So my mom would take me after school. Well, then my dad's job was to pick me up every night after class. Well, it was over usually around like nine, nine 30. Well, he was dating someone. So that would be like his date time. So he used to get so pissed off. I mean, he used to sit in the car and like beep his horn because he didn't want to come in because Abby's dad, Salty and my dad were friends. So if my dad would go in, Salty would have him talking like for an hour and he had like a girl in the car. He's going to meet a girl. Until <laughs> this day, if you talk to him, he always bitches. He's like, God, I used to hate picking you up a dance. <laughs> He's like, Abby always kept you late. 
that if I went in, I had to sit and talk. He's he like, probably he probably got a lot of jobs though, because you know how Abby loves a man. So yeah, well, well he always made the props, never got paid. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, free. Wait, jobs. who taught your dance? Did Abby teach it too? Yes. Well, Abby, but you didn't us have the another teacher. Numbers. Mrs. Miller, like oh, Mrs. Okay. Miller, that, her that, mom taught me like gymnastics and ballet, okay. or not gymnastics. I'm sorry, tap and ballet, and Abby taught jazz and gymnastics. Oh, got it. That is so crazy. Yeah. And and Abby Long choreographed time. or did her mom choreograph? No, Wait, Abby choreographed years ago. competition dances. Yeah. Wow, good for her. So yeah, she, she did. She was good. I mean, she was she took us to our first competition. She figured that all out herself. But how old was she then? I think she was like 14 or 15. That's really pretty yeah. impressive, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. At that young age to do that. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was a rabbit hole we just went down, people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to do the first question? Sure. Or, sure. or whoever or sure. someone. Um, I don't know if I, did I pick one? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I did pick one. This one is from Abby Gross. What hobbies did you pick up after filming Dance Moms? Oh, hmm. hobbies. That's right. Gosh. I don't know if I have any hobbies. I have so many. I'll start by saying... I had, I'm sorry, my dog, someone must be out front. I always had hobbies, but then they like were null and void when the kids were born, when you have little kids, because children are your hobby. You don't have There's time, no time for, for hobbies. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was lucky to get my laundry done and dinner made and get my kids to dance in their events. But I, I'd say now I love, I, I played a lot of golf pickleball we it used to be tennis Erno and I used to play tennis all the time but then once the kids were born we stopped tennis and golf but yeah it, it was fun to pick up where you left off once your kids are a little bit older and you you know don't have to spend your time driving and waiting and driving and picking up yeah yeah I would say for me uh my hobbies really evolve around the things I always love doing uh, it'd be three things, travel. I just have increased my level of travel because I absolutely love it. And then I do like reporting on it, which is fun because I've always thought I wanted to be a reporter, excuse me. So I get to write for different, like for a publication, Travel and Leisure Asia, which I love doing. That's been fun just as a contributor. And then volunteering on different boards. That has been a lot of fun for me because I get to give back to the community. So philanthropy has been a lot of fun. So serving in different capacities on boards or community organizations, whether it's my sorority or the arts, fabulous. Mm. I loved it. Or it's been really good. And then the last piece, I would say, oh gosh, reading. I love to read. And I just have kind of fallen down into the rabbit hole of reading, just rediscovering my love of reading. Isn't it funny how time. reading is like, yeah, I don't know. I, I love to read, but I go through stages where I'll go six months without reading a book. I'll go nine months without reading a book. I just, like, it's too hard for me to and read then a book because I'll of be my like, eyes. Oh, I heard this is really good. It just takes time. I know that sounds so yeah. weird, but mm -hmm. yeah. I listen to my books because my eyes are so bad. It's just too hard for me to read. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. okay. It, it that's is that still fine. counts. That still counts as reading. I mean, everyone reads a different way. I mean, mm -hmm. an audiobook. So yeah, yeah, audiobook still counts as reading. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I want to do that uh, Matthew Girl. Perry's book. Yeah. I, wanna, I download. I just downloaded. Audio. I want to do that. I want to read that. I can yeah, share it with you because I think I have a share. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so I would do that. Let me oh, see if I can. Idea. Yeah. Okay. What's your hobbies, Kel? I don't think I have many hobbies. I, I like to do crafty things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and I don't know if I got that from dance or what, just because I was always, your mom. she basically did cooking and stuff though, but I do do that. Like I, I love to cook. I don't know if it's just from making costumes all those years, you know, then I ended up doing like just their dance wear, like embellishing it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like to do that kind of stuff. Like I just was reupholstering my chairs, like just stuff like that. I enjoy doing. You're so good at that stuff too. Yeah. I like that. But as far as anything else, no. I mean, you're cooking. I dropped a, I dropped a lot of habit things. Like I used to love to shop. I since I've lived in Florida, I've been here almost seven years, and I think I maybe went shopping for clothes and stuff twice. And you guys know how much I shopped. So I don't know. It's weird. Well, I have so many hobbies. I love to bake. Um, I don't love to cook, um, but I do love to bake a lot. And I love to make things. Um, Greg and I just wallpapered this wall. And yeah, it looks good. Wallpapering is not fun. I don't care what anybody tells you. It is not fun, no. but, but it sucks. But I do a lot of volunteer work and that's kind of my thing. I just, I so enjoy it. I'm doing a really fun thing on December 2nd in LA. So if anybody's there, please come. You guys, <laughs> I'm, doing a toy, I'm doing a toy drive and um, a clothes drive for my friend's place. So I'm yeah, doing it. Great. I'm doing it at my friend's coffee shop. So it'll be really fun. I think that's great. You dove right into that, you know, giving back to the community. People t- always call me and say, hey, can you do this? I'm like, yep, I'll get it done. You know, yeah. can you get us this? I'm like, I'll get it done. I always figure a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Cause I enjoy it. It just brings me satisfaction and it makes me happy. And, and it, it feel seems good. like there are a lot of volunteer places you can go to in LA. Funds. Yeah. yeah. Are they everywhere? And I just don't know, or does LA have, do you guys have a lot more than there's normal? so much need out there? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm always going to events for charity things. And yeah, then, I don't ever hear of anything around here. The only thing I do know of the boys and girls club. Oh, that's a really great club. Yeah. Yeah. That I know of. But other than that, I never hear of anything. Oh, wow. In Pittsburgh, we have a ton. We have a ton in Pittsburgh. Yeah, because all of us are involved. Like I'm involved. Like I said, my philanthropy, I I do in arts organizations, my sorority. And I do like television film, like, you know, the film, Pittsburgh Film Office. But I also do with City Theater, which is regional. That's wonderful. And we all find the things that we gravitate towards. Social justice is what I do for my sorority, but Evan does things, EJ does things. We're all very, with junior achievement, like we all do very active in our community. You just find the things that are a passion of yours and you just kind of find a way that might, you know, intersect with the things that are of interest for you. Yeah, yeah, Greg Greg does um, the feedings at the church. So he mm-hmm. really enjoys that. It's with all these retired guys from Westinghouse. So he really enjoys yeah. that. Um, but it's really cool. A girl by the name of Michelle Bach, she used to work for me at the mortgage company. She has an awesome place. It's called Feeding the Flock in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to ever volunteer with her, it's amazing. She has basically, it's like basically a grocery store for people that are in need. They have to qualify and it's free. Where is it located? Good for her. It's really awesome. It's near like kind of near Harmerville back there. Mm -hmm. It's in like the boonies, but I volunteered a few times. It's amazing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Volunteer. Yeah. You have to commit to it, uh, which mm-hmm. I think it's great that you guys do. And you have to have time. But sometimes mm-hmm. you can just do a one-off like that. There are things, mm-hmm. there are plenty of things that you could just do. Like I'm going to do it this one time. And I just give like, according to your capacity for that period of time, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be something that's long-term, like ongoing. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's great. That's really bad. Sorry, guys. Ooh, what's bad? My blush. I just got a new blush and it's yeah. really great. Oh, <laughs> I just got one too. You and mine is like a, um, it's not a cream, but it's like a gel. And they said oh. it's almost like a stain and you <gasps> put it on. Oh yeah. It was very expensive. It's that, what, VSL or whatever? YSL? YSL. Yeah. And I don't really like it. It does not stay on. It said it was a stain. Uh, That's why I got it. Mm-hmm. But it does not stay on. Oh, and Melissa, I bought that stuff, that spray stuff you said that keeps your stuff on, but I haven't tried it yet. So <gasps> I, I'm not going to return it unless I try that and see if it keeps Oh, it on. okay. Yeah, because you can return stuff, but they're really good about that. That's that's funny, Kel, because when I was in LA, the Patrick Star, mm-hmm. the Patrick Star one, is that the one you, the space spray? Mm-hmm. I What's bought that call, for Melissa? my girl. Oh, yeah, one size. Yeah, it's Patrick Star. Because they said, oh, we just got this in. I'm like, oh, I'll get it and I'll save it for Christmas. Because they're sold yeah. out everywhere. That's what they, that's what the girl was real cute. She said, I ordered mine on Amazon. It came right away. Good. Good. I'm just, that's the one you said to get and that it was, yeah. And the girl said they're, it, we're always sold out. Maybe not on Amazon, but I haven't tried it yet. At Sephora. So, I always forget oh, about it. I'm so glad you got yeah, it. I'm, I'm so like excited. not in the habit of putting it on. So I just don't even think about it. So, so I'm, I'm out, out and I'm looking and my makeup's all off and I'm like, oh, shit, I should have put that spray on. <laughs> You'll love it. Especially that is too late. So I, um, I was out with the boys in West Hollywood a couple of weeks ago and Patrick walked down the street and I'm like, I said, guess what? I love your spray. I said, I love it so much. And he was so Wait, excited. Wait, Melissa, so how was he dressed? He had like, was not he, a lot of makeup on just, yeah. I'm just curious, like what he does when he goes out, like if he's not doing a YouTube channel or a yeah, I see him a lot. He he was wearing like sweats or jeans or something. Mm-hmm. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, who has another question? I'll do mine. Okay. Okay. So this is from Alexi Lily, and I know we've used her before, so we appreciate all the questions, but I liked this one. I didn't mean to pick someone we've already picked, but keep them coming guys. Yeah. This question is what is the biggest misconception about you? Yeah. I think there are a lot because we've talked about this before about people who don't know us or have never met us. Yeah see us on TV and we're not playing a character because it's not scripted, but 
not, I think they think they know us and they don't really. So, you know, they just know us from, from dance moms. They don't know us at home with our yeah. husbands or our family. I'm a psycho and a drunk. Oh, oh, ouch. Oof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Known as. Yeah, I I'm neither. I'm probably one of the calmest people. I don't I think, think you're psycho quiet, at all. Actually. Yeah, I think you're quiet. A, a so, psycho drunk. Wow. That's and, gonna be, uh, and well, a I bad do, friend. I get that all the time. Like Melissa you? just mm-hmm. oh. Melissa just posted a picture of us and somebody commented on it. Like, why would those two take a picture together when they fought all the time on the show? And I find that very weird. I mean, like you should comment because I'll comment back. I, I, like I'm that. a very loyal friend. And I mean, I might argue with you or I might say something about you, but it's my beliefs. It's not like, oh, Melissa, I hate you because of this. It's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to point it out. Do you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean we're not friends. We like, had so understand. much fun together. Like I was like, yeah, like I don't understand how, why yeah. people think that, but people always think, oh, well, you say this or you say that you're not a good friend. And I don't yeah, that's a good, that. that's a good misconception mm-hmm. that people yeah. think people ask me all the time. Or you don't know, we have a podcast. They're like, are you guys still friends? I'm like, of course we always were friends. Yeah. We even on the in- show when we were, we would argue, Melissa, it was just like, I mean, I don't know. I'm just never going to say something that I would never say to your face. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. And a lot of times people, it's not what people want to hear or, but I, I, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it doesn't mean I'm not your friend or I don't yep. like you. Well, it's funny because people say about me, they're like, oh, none of the moms like you. They hated you. I'm like, okay, but no, they didn't. We're friends. I mean, it, you know, the situations that happened on the show were the situations they put us in, you know, it was yeah. what it was, but also that I don't care about Mackenzie. I'm like, Oh my God. That's so funny. That pisses me off so much. I'm like, she, I do more for her than Maddie. I mean, I, to this day, I mean, you know, Kenzie, there's two different kids. Like I'm, I am different with my two kids too. I mean, Brooke and Paige are totally different. Just like with my kids. Yeah. So they they're needy in different ways. So, but the public might see it. They might not see what you're doing to help Mackenzie. You Mm -hmm. know, they might only have seen Maddie. Well, they create a narrative, you know, when Twitter started and we would live tweet and there would be this narrative that would go around, you know, Melissa doesn't care about Mackenzie and it would spread like wildfire and they have no, nothing to back it up. Nope. And they would just like, people would hang their hat on it. They just love the negativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say going back to the misconception that we're not friends. I don't think America in some ways was prepared for women like us. Like we, we weren't glamorous like the housewives. We were regular middle-class moms that could be anybody's neighbor. I really do think that's so different from that we were so relatable in that way. And maybe people don't see their mothers and so many dimensions. And I think we were very real. I honestly do believe that. I do think that to have a friend who always agrees with you, that's not real. I think you have no. friends who also will call you out on your stuff. Like, you know what? That's, like that's me. Yeah, I think we all did. I think at any given yeah. time, we all called each other out on things and we were frustrated. We didn't hold mm-hmm. back. And I think for better or for worse, I think the show was great about doing that 
because it was those uncomfortable conversations that they forced us to have, even if we didn't want to have them. Because in right. real life, yeah. there were things we would never say to each other exactly. because you would be like, oh, that's rude. I don't want to step on any toes. And they would know, they could look at our faces that it would know the frustration or something that was wrong or bothering us. We would bottle it up and not air that's it. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I think it's better to say something to somebody and have it out in the open I agree. than to hold it in and have, it's almost like you hold that grudge back in your yes. mind about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like clear they, the air. They manipulated a lot of that also. Yeah. Some things are better left unsaid. However, it was our job to say. Well, some things are better left unsaid, but in fairness to them, (laughs) you cannot have a, like, if you keep something in your head, the the audience can't follow along with the story. You got to say it. Otherwise it's just in your head and no one knows what you're thinking. So you got to say it. So that's the part that's a little artificial because most people wouldn't say some of the things that Right. Or in their head, we're just saying it because that's not normal. I will guess I will agree with that. But at the same time, I think there is something that was very authentic about us because we weren't fake. We were not. I mean, some people would say, oh, you're being fake because you could be nice, but you have to get over it. Like, that's the thing. We spend so much time together. It's almost like yes, being sisters. Like, if you exactly. fight with your sister, yeah. you're going to talk to her the next day. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we would argue the that- rest of your life not talking to your sister because you had a little yeah. argument. And we would right. go to dinner that night. Like, yeah, yeah. we had an argument like, oh my gosh, we're hungry. Let's go eat. You know, right. I mean, it, I don't know. People will never know what we went through together and our bond. And Walk we would, a mile in our shoes. And we know. would help any of us would help each yeah. other's kids or each other. And, you know, I would say the other misconception, but for me, my, the misconception I'm thinking of is that people think we did it for like, we're living vicariously through our daughters. I will be the first one to say. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, I, I did not. I, I mean, for better or for worse, we always defer to you. Do you want to stay on? What do you want to do? And maybe that's too much responsibility for a kid. I don't know. But we wanted her to have ownership of that because this was like her career, something she wanted to do. I didn't want to do it. I have a career. I have a yeah. job. I have my own credentials. I didn't need to be on reality TV. I didn't have but we to didn't know that. We didn't even know what we were getting into, though. Yeah, honestly. no, we really, we, really, we didn't think we did about not. it. Like we, we thought it was just a little docu series for a couple of seasons or episodes. We we're like, oh yeah, this will be fun. For six or seven episodes. That's all we thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we were not good. living vicariously through our girl. No, yeah. that was a good question. That yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was a great one. But Thank she's so loyal. She always is responsive and asks great questions. Very engaged. Yes, yeah. I think so too. I have one from Katie L and she writes, hi ladies. I love watching you all. What is your favorite thing about Pittsburgh? Ah. Yay, Yay, Pittsburgh. Not the food. I I love when you're coming from the airport and you go through the tunnels and you just see the beautiful skyline. Like every time I think of Pittsburgh, I think like it's, like I always call it Pittsburgh because of the weather and it's always gray and dingy. But when you go through there and that's all there, it's, it's gorgeous. It, it's, it's the so Fort true. Pitt tunnel. Because yes. we have lots of tunnels in Pittsburgh, but when you're yeah. coming through the Fort Pitt tunnel, and Kelly, that's out, so it's true. Just beautiful. Yeah. So and true. you're on top and you can see the points and you can see the waterfall. The you can stadium. see you know yeah. what? You can see the obviously the three rivers at the point yeah. where all three mm-hmm. rivers connect at the point in Pittsburgh. 
And you yeah. know what? When we, when we bring people home from the airport, I never tell them what, to, what they're going to see on the other yeah. side of it. I just want to wait and get their reaction because their reaction is always so priceless. It's and amazing. It's, it is. Because you see the night. stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. I just love to get everyone's reaction once they come mm-hmm. through the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that is really good. I, I love our sports teams. I do love that about Pittsburgh. And I think Pittsburghers... Pittsburghers are so loyal to their to the mm-hmm. Steelers yeah. and the Penguins and the Pirates. You know, I, I see I that down that. here because we're not Steelers, but anybody that came from Pittsburgh, you know, they have their Steelers shirts They're on. There, we're all on Facebook looking for where's a Steeler bar in Naples and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Pittsburgh has all the attributes of a big city, but a small town kind of feel. That's what yeah. I love about Pittsburgh. It, you, it's a you have everything you would have in any other major city, but it still feels very much like a small town. Yeah, yeah, that's that, how I, I love that. I think that I like Pittsburgh because they're like the arts, like the Benedict, like you're saying. You know, there's so many different performances you can go to, and there's always events and things like that. Um, and there's not a lot of traffic compared to LA. So I love, yeah. I love being able to go to the grocery store and just run there and zip in, zip out easy everything's yeah. easy to get to and to Let's get your own parkway well yeah yeah <laughs> they need yeah. to add a few yeah. more lanes pittsburgh has some great small towns pittsburgh's yeah. not a small town but the towns all around it that it make is. up our our communities we have some really fun tight commute tight-knit communities yeah mm-hmm. I love my neighbors too i mean yeah. I, like I love murraysville and penn township and churchill hall Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. we all grew up and really not erased our kids. I know you didn't grow up here, Hall, but neither did really I. Nice small hometown communities, but yet close enough to the city to go to a Steeler game or go to a fancy dinner or you know, or the Benedum or Heinz Hall. Mm-hmm. I the think arts- Pittsburgh's really stepped it up with their dining and stuff like that. Oh. Too. Yeah, they've really stepped it up over the last few years. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of needed to. Yeah, yes. I haven't yeah. found that yet. So yeah, we, don't, we could have a little. Oh, uh, oh my gosh, to dine! You're not going to the right places. That's it, the difference. It, it's just you're we don't go to the city. Like we, you're saying too. You're saying too close to the east. No one's yep. developing yeah. out in the east. They're just yeah. not. They're not. <clears throat> the, the good dining is truly in, in the, the city. city. Yeah. yeah. And it's phenomenal. It is. That's why Brooke likes classic. to be down there. Yeah. She's always and, going somewhere cool. And not just necessarily downtown, but definitely in the city of Pittsburgh. That's where, yeah. which is more than downtown, but yeah, like Lawrenceville yeah. and the East End. There's so many great vibrant places. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You'll have to yeah. let me know where to go. Yeah. I love to hear that. Hall. Well, ask Brooke. She lives in Lawrenceville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many great places. Yeah. So many, so many. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great question. Yay, yeah, great that is a great time. question. That's a great question. They would be eating with one hand, doing homework in another, and in the meantime, changing their into their tights and leotards. And we lived a lot in our cars. We yeah, and we oh. ate in our cars, and yep. our cars were like our little offices to get yep. to oh, and yeah. from. And yeah, I can remember. This is before we had tutors when the girls still went to school every day. And then I'd pick Kendall up at, you know, 3.30. We'd be at the studio by four and we had to have their hair up and, you know, their their donut bun and everything. And we'd get home, what, 
10 or 11 o'clock at night, really late. And I remember telling Kate, just leave your hair. (laughs) Just, she just would, well, she'd sometimes fall asleep in the car. She was eight years old, fall asleep at 11 o'clock, her hair be in her bun. She'd have a little makeup on or whatever. She would just go to sleep and get up and go to school the next day. Exactly how she looked the night before. Yeah. It's hard to go home at 11 o'clock at night being hyped up from dancing and take a shower because then it wakes you up even more. Yeah, right, right. right. You, know? you lose and another like, hour of sleep. Exactly. And you just want them to go to sleep because it's getting late. And yeah, they're exhausted. always hard. Yeah. But then you were dancing all night, sweating on that disgusting floor. So it was like, ooh, you wanted them to take a shower, but you're kind of like, what's better, shower or dirt? You know what I mean? Sleep. sleep. But then they got the, you know, the child labor laws in effect and then they couldn't remember they had to be off camera at a certain time. Kenzie had to be off camera earlier than the other girls. Yeah. Yeah. But 10 yes. o'clock was as but late you as they remember. Can... So production would wrap up and go home and Abby made our kids stay to practice the number. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Or oh, they yeah. would have to stay and just take regular classes because that wasn't on. Yeah. You know, if there was a ballet class or something, it was like, well, you're done filming, but yeah, go ahead and take a class and we're going to run your numbers. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. It was a lot on these kids and it made them so strong and who they are today. But looking back, it was a grueling, grueling schedule for them. They didn't have technique. I mean, they didn't have a lot of technique, but because all they did was learn numbers, learn numbers, learn numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they did it. To be yeah, honest, they were you. and they are. But back then when we were doing that, they were freaking amazing. Not many kids could crazy, could juggle all that, could juggle, especially all if you had like three dances in a week. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, learning three dances in a week and then still doing homework, still going to school, still eating, mm-hmm. taking still showers, talking to friends, taking a shower. Like it, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. That's a, a lot. I mean, it was hard for us. Mm-hmm. And we're adults. Mm-hmm. Right. And we just sat up there and bullshit, you know, or argued or whatever. They were literally physically dancing. Yeah, and looking up at us and that, worrying. Well, that was a that was meant for me. I'll speak for me. That was mentally exhausting though. Worrying about Kendall, worrying about what was going on down oh, there, yeah. worrying about what was going on up top. I mean, it really took a lot. I still to this day, like I rewatch them for the other podcasts and I'll be watching them. And I look at the girls and they just are, they're in the dance room and they like, will take their eyes and look up at us. And it just breaks my heart. It's like, they're just like looking at us saying, please save me. You know? Right. That's what my kids would say. Please don't say anything. Please. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. They just never wanted us to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or bring up anything that would get them in trouble, embarrass yeah. them or get them in trouble or embarrass us. It wouldn't be good for me to be on a show like that today because my mouth is way too big and I could not pull back. <laughs> You'd have been like me. I would have been like you, Kel. It's just, oh it was, it's just very stressful, I think, for all of us in different ways. Um, having to watch your kids go through that, having to be just Ooh. never knowing what to expect but I think for our girls especially it was you know what's great about school is that you have something that's consistent and like reliable and it's a schedule and that is part of I think the 
being on the show, not having that consistency. Um, as much as we tried to, you did, but the schedule was like all over the all over the place in some ways. And that made it very difficult to trying to juggle and a plan and a plan ahead, or if you were going to be out or absences or trying to work ahead. It was very hard for them to do, to do that. They did their best. And it's amazing that they were able to be strong students regardless. But in LA, I think that they had more consistency, even though they work, it seems like they work harder, but I think the girls really enjoyed going to the bus stop in the morning. And then Kalani started driving and they, I mean, they drove with her to school. Not Nia, I drove Nia to school. And well, I don't, yeah, I mean, it was kind of scary. I'm like, I can't believe we allowed that because, you know, in the beginning, I don't even know if we all did, but then- you know, the girls would go to school from 8.30 to 12.30 and yeah. the moms could do, you know, we did whatever we did. And then we would only film to like 4.30 or something like that. It wasn't very long of filming. And then the kids would dance. But you were in LA and they have to follow the labor laws more yeah. than I and think it wasn't, did in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but, but they danced until 10.30, Cal. They, they danced all night because we'd go out to dinner and the girls yeah. Would- be at dance. They'd be um, dance. But it wasn't school. They'd go to their tutoring class. They'd go to their yeah. Like, well, that's which was not school. a not a school. It was. You know, I school. wish they could have gone to school, but yeah, yeah, that would have been great if we could have enrolled them in a school. <laughs> but I guess that never would have worked. No, no. Yeah, because they wouldn't have been Holly, able to. Why get didn't you a- have Nia go with Kalani? You didn't trust her driving. Well, she was oh. a new driver. No, I she's mean, a kid. She's a kid. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, you just didn't yeah. trust her driving. Okay. She's a kid driving in LA. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, because I have other kids who, you know, at EJ as a driver and, you know, and he's driving in Pittsburgh and he, it's just. It's you a know, lot I'm, easier I, to drive in Pittsburgh than. Exactly. LA for sure. And for me, it was just more of, okay, I'm a mom. I'm here. What am I here for? I'll just drive her myself. Yes, it's inconvenient because I wouldn't want to come back. So I just stayed out there longer. Like, you know, mm-hmm. my day just started early and I sat in a coffee shop and just met with the locals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Local I, 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 I mean, I wasn't crying. I just, I didn't know if there was another reason or something. No, there was no reason. I mean, I'm sure Nia in some ways would have loved to have been, you know, have that bonding experience with the girls because everyone else was, most of the other girls were doing it. And you know, it's always a pain to be that parent that, errors on that side it, it, it just, it's not cool it's not fun but it was just something Evan and I and this, this is the other misconception too that kind of goes back but it's tied into it. people always think it's just us making decisions about our children and our girls there is another parent involved I'm, like, yeah. I'm not just making just my behind decisions. the scenes right yeah. like in a vacuum like it's not me just making decisions on my own I have a husband he has a father I discuss everything with him so it's not just me making carte blanche decisions. So yeah. although because because people will always say like, oh, you crazy moms. It's just you I'm like, well, not that the dads are crazy either, but you know your kids best and you do have yeah. other people parenting with you, whether that's yeah. your extended family, like your parents, their grandparents. But yeah, that was the reason why it was just more. Of- if they call us crazy moms for loving our kids and wanting what was best for our kids and trying, you know, taking advantage of an opportunity and and doing our best to make it work, then call us crazy because that's what we did. We just wanted what was best for our children. That's it. And people are going to do it. Anybody would have taken that, you know. Yeah, it was an opportunity that I don't think any of us have regrets. 
doing. So yeah, I guess we're crazy moms. We're we crazy moms. moms. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks everybody. Please keep the questions coming. We really, really appreciate it. I love some yeah. of these, these questions are great. They were great. Thank you. Yes. And share with your friends how much you are enjoying Dear Dance Mom. And uh, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.